can hold my breath for a long time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Directors Club Podcast. I'm Jim Laskowski. And I'm Patrick Rapol. Yes, you are. And this is not our April 1st episode. Hmm. Now, I know, I know it's out on April 1st. I know that you're expecting an April 1st episode. I promise you this is not it. I also know that you yeah, you won't trust me saying it's not April, fir- April Fool's episode because it's April 1st. Here's the thing. We have something crazy and great and amazing planned. It's kind of epic, actually. And, in fact, it's too epic. Yeah. And it ended up taking us a long time to do. And it's not going to be... It, it's not ready by April 1st. So the thing we had planned is the April Fool's episode. It's coming out later. True. Um, turn, turns out writing comedy is very hard. Uh, so there's there's your little hint as to what it might be. Um, Patrick is slaving away in front of a typewriter. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm it's, Charlie it's, Kaufman style. It's like Barton Fink up in this piece. It yeah. is. It is horrible. I'm just. I do, all I hear is the sound of the fishmonger, and that's uh, it. Every time you finish a page, Patrick, just reward yourself with a banana, banana nut muffin. <laughs> that's great advice. Yeah. So we thought, hey, why don't we do something different? Uh, let's try doing a commentary track. Yeah, why not? We've I'm never excited. done this before, but we it's something that we're really interested in doing in yeah. the future. We we have different plans for, like. I, I, I want to do a movie that we both love, and I want to do a movie that like one of us loves and the other doesn't like. Yeah, like, there's fun. a lot of potential in commentary tracks, uh, and I feel like it's mostly been uh, sort of wasted in the podcasting scene. So we, we thought we'd try this out. Um, uh, we're actually going to do a movie that's probably near and dear to a lot of you guys' hearts, and probably in one of your collections as well, a movie called Creep Show. Yeah, um, George Romero. George Romero, 1983. Hopefully it's just 80, and we can just trail off. It like might that. be Perfect. 80. I don't think it is. No. I think it's like 83. Yeah, I think it's 83. Or 84. Please send us emails telling us how we're wrong. <laughs> um, so we're watching this. as a movie we both love, and we've both seen a lot. And, oh, yeah. And uh, we're just going to sort of record a commentary track, see what happens. And you can listen along. And here's how this works. Um... <laughs> Put in your copy of Creepshow, or rent Creepshow, or find a digital copy. Um, now, watch that classic sort of cloudy sky Warner Brothers logo. Um, wait for that to fade from screen. And the second it ter- fades to black, press pause. All right? I'm going to allow you to go put on the movie and uh, wait for it to fade to black. And the second it fades to black, push pause. Hey, welcome back. All right, now that you've done that, all you need to do is to wait for us to count down. I'm going to say three, two, one. Play, and when I say play, then you press play, and you're going to be watching it right alongside us. It's really exciting. Yeah, it's going to be like you're in the room with us. Yeah, yeah. It's hot. Yeah, it's the future of film uh, <laughs> that we invented, the audio commentary. Um, so, uh, I'm ready. Are you ready, Jim? Oh, yeah. I, it's been a while since I've seen this. I'm kind of excited. Yeah, me too. I love Creepshow. Yeah. I'm really into it because... Uh, there's a certain segment that really stands out for me, and it's kind of nostalgic for me. Yeah. And the whole, apparently there's a certain segment that you have trouble watching. I can't be, watch the last one. That'll be, that'll be, fun, to, that'll be fun to see. Or fun I don't to know. Hear. Jim apparently cannot watch the last uh, story in Creepshow. I'm just going to sound like a, you know, a 13-year-old girl. Can you, for the sake of radio, put yourself on the line the way that the people on Jackass put themselves on the line and their bodies on the line? Can you see how much of it you can watch? Well, yeah. Yeah. 
Certainly. Push yourself. I will. Okay, that's exciting. It's an endurance right. test. Now that we're all ready, um, you just need to... And we're to... talking about the cockroach segment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. With uh, E.G. Marshall, who's mm-hmm. a great old radio broadcaster. Uh, he, he was, he was the, actually the announcer on... Uh, on a CBS Mystery Rate uh, Theater, yeah, and he had these great intro segments and uh, and outro like for every act because back then the the story was divided into acts or at least on that program it was. Right, uh, I'm really into old horror radio. Anyway, uh, all that aside, uh, I'm sure we'll have plenty of time to talk uh, while watching the movie. So, without any further ado, let's count down: three, two, one, play. Nice. fuck what's this guy's name I'm so (laughs) I I like how the music's eerily reminiscent of of the Halloween yeah (laughs) yeah I love I like John Landis stole this for the black and white do you remember the black and white music video for Michael Jackson oh yeah where George went that's right and Macaulay Culkin Macaulay Culkin yeah eat this (laughs) <laughs> Tom Atkins. Yes. Shit, now that I see him, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> this kid is so great. Yeah. Oh, man. That is every that is every little boy's uh, room. There's always... Wow, he's got <laughs> slap marks on his face. Because, of course, domestic violence on children is much worse than cartoon violence in uh, EC comics. <laughs> um. <laughs> God. Right from the beginning, you have that great uh, cartoony kind of feel. Cart- yeah. This is very difficult. This is one of the things that makes this movie so special. Cartoony kind of vibe in a live-action movie is right. very hard to do. Right. It actually you know, captures the comic book feel to it without being like a superhero comic book, obviously. <laughs> I can't... It's like uh, giving a um, plot synopsis for what we're, what to come. Yeah, that's funny. I can't, I can't decide if this is... Is this supposed to be the 50s when the whole comic scare happened? Do you know about like how like everyone was afraid comics would turn kids into juvenile delinquents? I think it's pretty modern. <laughs> Is he something Satan? I forget what happens here. I've completely blocked this out. Oh yeah, the little uh, Crypt Keeper stand-in uh, comes up. Oh, great. Oh, he's in love. I, like, he's, <laughs> I love that's the best, that is the best encapsulation of little boy, like, uh, morbidity, where it's like you look at the Crypt Keeper like he's Santa. <laughs> Like, that's totally how I looked at Freddy Krueger when I was little. Oh. That little this animation. This is really great. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I loved Freddy Krueger when I was little. I, I still who, love I still love the Nightmare on the Street movies. I wonder but... who did the animation. Is this Did this movie come out before or after uh, George Romero produced the Tales from the Dark Side show? Oh, before. Okay, so definitely. this is what inspired the Tales from the Dark Side show. Yeah. Oh, Definitely. Cool. That that's a that's a really interesting show too. Um, obviously, uh, for those of you who don't know, I actually I d- I've, I did a series of articles on Chud.com about where I inter- where I reviewed uh, Tales from the Crypt yeah. episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bedelia. 
Ed Harris? I don't remember Ed Harris in this. Ed Harris does some disco dancing. Some classic Ed Harris oh dancing. Oh my god. Very gif-worthy dancing. Um, but uh, Tales from the Dark Side, I don't like as much as Tales from the Crypt. Mm-hmm. But Tales from the Dark Side has a weird, like, it's so low budget and so cheap looking that it's kind of creepy. Yeah, like, there's that sound effect that uh, during the intro sort of thing where they just, all they do is they just flip it to the negative of yeah, the image. Yeah. But it goes like, it, like it, it's creepy. It looks like oh, your yeah, TV they, they is they being possessed. Sound, sound design for that, yeah. That was great. Of course, this is written by Stephen King, and I think Stephen King, probably a better writer when he goes big and arch, and less yeah. so when he's... He's I a think, good short story writer in general. Oh, that's true, yeah. Skeleton Crew, Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Oh, that's right, there's Ed Harris with hair. Yeah. I don't, I can't, I, I haven't seen him that young. No, he was in Right Stuff, I think. Yeah, he was in Right Stuff, he yeah. was John Glenn. That's right. This is probably the weakest... Of, it's of the weakest, ball? but it has the best zombie, Tom Savini's zombie at the end. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Also, I think you need this I think you need this story, which is so simple and nothing happens, mm-hmm. just to accustom people to the style. Right. because uh, the crazy lighting is gonna simple. happen and the I love the uh, I love the rich people acting that people do, where it's like, are they doing a British accent? Uh, maybe, kind of. This is America, but they're like, father. So oh, that's panels. Cool. This is before. Yeah, uh, yeah this is proto- before the Hulk. Proto Sin City. Yeah. Oh, the Hulk. Yeah, Angley's the Hulk did that, right? right. I haven't yeah. seen that movie, but I heard about. I know that. She's older than God. Yeah. <laughs> so this is rated R. Oh, of course. Man, you think any There's little some kids, scary shit later? You think on. any little kids are able to talk their parents into seeing this, and their parents got pissed because they mm. like it, it looks like a kids movie the way it's. Except, well, I guess no. It opens with the dad saying, "Goddamn shit, fucking garbage." <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not. No, it took a while for my dad to show me this one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I'd seen some horror movies on my own, but uh, he was actually a big fan of Creepshow, and, uh, you know, he he loved Stephen King in general, but uh, he he definitely liked that this had a sense of humor about it, all the stories, too. Yeah. Fitting. Like, EC, the EC comics had a dark sense of humor, too. Oh, sure. So anyway, I guess uh, we haven't really been following the story. Uh, could you possibly put subtitles on? I wonder if I can. Um, anyway, while we're talking, um, basically hmm. it's the typical sort of revenge. Uh, father kills someone and therefore... There we go. This way we can talk and still sort of follow the dialogue. Yeah. Um, ah, and you, you went home. You should have already put the subtitles on. That's true. Yeah. I always watch, listen to commentaries. I always listen to subtitles. Oh, put subtitles on. <laughs> yeah. It's very arch. Did... Oh, yes. Now, George Romero... George... Okay. Dawn of the Dead's kind of comic booky in that its blood is oh, so yeah. bright. Mm-hmm. And that it's all... And it's the satire is so broad and... Yeah. 
He was he was into social satire big time. Well, yeah, but I'm sorry. I'm talking about the style of this movie. Did George Romero ever touch this again? As far as he didn't do Creepshow too. Right. No, absolutely. But I I mean, John Romero is not exactly known as a formalist. You know what I mean? He did do Creepshow too. I don't think he did. Hmm. I think Wes Craven did Hills of Eyes too. But I don't think George Romero did Creepshow too. I really like the first two stories in Creepshow 2 a lot. Uh, is that the one with the raft? Yes. And the Indian? Mm-hmm. Those are the two? Yeah, really well done. I should see Creepshow 2. I, even bad horror anthology movies I like. Yeah, I, I'd be happy doing commentaries for horror anthology. I'd show you the tales from the Dark Side movie, Twilight Zone movie. I have, I have not seen either of those. Yeah. They're great. This, I, I, I spend too much time watching this one. This wonderful actress... You can tell she's like supposed to, she the character's like seventy, but she's really like fifty. He just wrote Creep Show too. Oh, he just wrote it. Yeah. Hmm. This feels so television to me. Like the music. Yeah. It's very <laughs> <laughs> See, even when you're dead you still have cravings. Yeah. Is her first name Bonnie? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Always gotta go there. I always made my father a cake on Father's Day. Yeah, the fucking Dutch angle. Oh man, so good. Right, yeah. Yeah. This is this is post Hausu, but Hausu oh, I yeah. think Hausu yeah, is a very similar, similar film. Yeah, I think Hausu is probably inspired by manga as much as it is anything else. Mm-hmm. The way that this is inspired by comic books. Smart thinking. Is he like in a high chair? <laughs> Bang it like a run like a Oh my god. Wow. Though I really think brilliant is, editing though. I think this is the only sh- story that's really shot like this though. I don't think the other story You might be right, like, yeah. It's maybe it was just like transition you into the tone. I think during some of the kills though in the other ones. Yeah. Well no, the there's definitely like panels. crazy colored lighting right. happening. Oh, I love stuff. that shit. It's very Argento. Yeah. Well, Argento's also, I mean, Giallo. It's Pulp Fiction. Like, it's all, like, they're all inspired by Pulp Fiction of their youth, you know? Mm. That's what I kind of, like, appreciate about this movie. And, like I said about the kid with all the monster, like, the plastic dinosaurs and yeah. stuff. Fucking plastic dinosaurs. Nothing is more essential to a little boy than a, than a plastic stegosaurus or something, or a... Or little toy soldiers and all that stuff. I had He-Man action figures. <laughs> Interesting fact about George Romero. One of his first uh, directorial jobs was a segment for Mr. Rogers in which Mr. Rogers underwent a tonsillectomy. Really? Yeah, which is kind of creepy and strange. Was Mr. Rogers filmed in... Uh... In in uh, Pittsburgh, yes, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. 
Like, the story is the... <laughs> the story, like, the story is so brief that here's what happens. We have people sitting around a parlor telling the story, and then we have her seeing the story in her head, and then her telling to the grave the story. Like, that is how yeah. slight <laughs> the plot of this one is. Yeah, no, I agree. This is the weakest one. Oh, for sure. Because um, why does she have to be saying all this aloud right now since we saw it all? But I definitely, oh, does he come back from I definitely the because prefer of the weakest Bean? one. I definitely prefer the weakest one to start on early as yeah, opposed to happen later and kill the momentum. I mean, again, I think the, the I best think... one is probably the second to last. I think. Oh shit! That music. Hmm. Yeah, kind of like cheap sounding piano. Yeah. Of course. Oh, that's such a great zombie. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that like voice. all the zombie creatures have that same voice throughout this movie. Like the sort of gurgly. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah the uh, water sound. zombies. Leslie yeah. Nielsen and. Uh... Oh, it's Ted Danson. Ted Danson, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I want my cookies. So, in that way, this. I guess what this is, is this is sort of like. It's silly. Oh, I love the coloring. Yeah, yeah. And the and the framing it's here. Like and, Kubrick and the eyes disco dancing. Here he goes. <laughs> move it, Jackson Pollock. Move it. Oh my god. I want to make a montage of all the great horror movie dancing. Put Chris yeah, who who do you think is better? Crispin Glover in Friday thirteen part four? Oh Jesus. Or Ed Harris here. Uh, his little head shake. <laughs> Why didn't he do this in the Truman Show? Yeah. Danvers. Rebecca <sighs> reference. Oh, God. Don't be no ham glazing tonight. Yeah. The queenie kind of homosexual bro- uh, son there. Mm. So good. I pretty much just get an instant boner every time I see a blue light. Yeah. Must be because I went to Kmart so much as a kid. <laughs> but I love that. Like, even in Eyes Wide Shut when Kubrick does that, in like especially in the bedroom scenes when he has like different lighting for different rooms and the blue light just always... And of course there's the ever-present... I learned this from the... Actually, I learned this, of all places, from the Halloween Resurrection uh, audio commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, films are shot at night, but everything is blue, and it's supposed to like represent night, but you can still see details because there's lighting, yeah. it's called Alice Blue. Alice Blue. Huh? Alice Blue, it's called. I guess Alice in Wonderland reference or something. Oh, but... okay. Yeah, I could see that. So, uh, Alice Blue, kind of lighting here. Uh, but this is... I guess uh, Creepshow is sort of meant to represent what you think... At, because you go back and you look at those EC comics, they're not super... Like, they're pretty gruesome. Mm-hmm. But they're not, like, disturbing, you know? But when you're a little kid, you catch, like, an episode of Tales from the Crypt, and you're like, holy shit, that was the craziest thing. There was, oh, yeah. Like, your your mind, your imagination runs wild, and you think you saw a lot more than you did. And That'll so, think, always hold true for Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Yeah, exactly. Seeing that at an impressionable age, I... And then going my back mind, and watching yeah. it, you're like, oh, oh, that wasn't so bad. That wasn't the most violent movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It's just the tone. Um, yeah. I think Creepshow is sort of trying to capture, like, that feeling of this is what you thought it was. So it's super violent, even mm-hmm. though the EC comics weren't necessarily violent, and it's kind of crazy. <laughs> and honestly, like, 
there are a lot of movies like Sin City, or there are a lot of movies that are like, I loved comic books. Right. Here's me trying to capture the comic books I love that are really unsuccessful. Like Watchmen is not this successful. Oh no. Sin City is not this successful. Yeah, like what do you Sin think City. of what do you think it is about like creep show? Do you think it's because instead of because it's, they did their own thing, they like Yeah, and it's it's kinda more playful and not as slavishly. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like necessarily trying to adhere so much. Like it it's still very uh you can you can you can see the Romero you can see the King uh, influence throughout, and I, I think it's really kind of a it taps into something. Is he gonna drink that? Primal. Is he gonna just find some alcohol and go? Yeah, yeah, it's still good. Yeah, of course. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> the big shrug. Oh, see, that's what you get. Don't drink Jim Beam, guys. That's the message. Oh, that music. Late 70s, early 80s. That's when yeah. electronic scores were tall, like the best. Oh, yeah. Who did Thank the score you, Thank for you this John movie? Carpenter. Did we, did we miss that credit? What? Who, do you know who did the score for this movie? No. I think we missed that credit. We must have talked through it. Yeah, look it up on your iPhone. It's great. That's sort of very low-fidelity low sounding synth. John Harrison. Oh. What else has he done? Um, Day of the Dead. Oh, okay. And Dawn of the... D- oh, no, he played... Oh, it's like, he, I play, he played the Screwdriver Zombie and Zomb... Or, yeah, the Screwdriver Zombie and Dawn of the Dead. Nice. Oh, oh and he also did the music for the uh, fake trailer Thanksgiving. I like how the zombie... The zombie had one grudge, and the grudge was against Bedelia. But, like... But he watched Ed Harris... Who isn't even a member of the family die, and he just sort of chuckles. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, it's so good. I like that she has a tree in the background there. I have to say that is actually a picture of me at parties. I'm not even. I'm not even joking. If I drink a lot at a party and it's like a white people party, so no one's dancing, like you're I will just dance. sipping mart. Oh, okay. No, no I'm, I'm the dancing martinis. I'm the one going. Let's Don't let go. And I'm just, like, hanging out and being a wallflower. Yeah. I guess the other thing that makes this feel like television to me is that it's supposedly some mansion or whatever, because everyone's mm. so rich, but we've only seen, like, one room. <laughs> and very interestingly enough, the guy who composed this went on to direct Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. Oh! Which is crazy. Yeah, did he compose... Well, maybe he composed it, I don't know. Oh, God. Yeah. boner from that kind of the synth sound. Yeah, there's your blue light, Jimmy. Oh God, <laughs> oh, God. I love blue lights. They're my favorite Christmas lights too. Oh yeah, I'll have to look into that psychologically. Why blue lights do it for me? It probably means you're gay. Maybe I lost my virginity in blue light. Yeah, I dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. No. No. Oh, so good. Wow. So this is basically a hmm. slasher movie. I never really realized With a zombie. that. But yeah. it's a slasher movie. I always thought all the kills sort of... I thought only like two kills happened. But everyone's sort of being picked off. 
and waiting around and doing nothing. Like, what is this? What are they doing here? What are they waiting around for? Maybe we missed it in the opening. They're like, oh, is it like a will reading or something? Yeah. Yeah, very catty. Ouch. You feel like he wandered off bo- the set of boys in the band. He's yeah, your he pick. does. He has I that mean, look. Husband. <laughs> it's so good. <sighs> it's interesting when you watch movies from this era, though. Like the acting is, but back then, did they just perceive that as? Well, this you know, is obviously very arch. I mean, yeah. not all movies that came came out in around 1983 were like this. I mean, what yeah. Paris? When did Paris, Texas come out? 84. Yeah, I mean, like, this is this is trying to be television acting. Again. Yeah, I can see that. I think that. this is, like, trying to, like, playhouse... <laughs> oh, that... Yeah, right there, oh, there's nice. that. Yeah. That kind of stuff happens in, like, the climax of every... Right. But I don't think... I, I, think... I love the fade into the panel. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. I mean, it's such an easy thing to do. It's like such a... It, it's common, too, that like a drawing mm-hmm. turns into real life. Here we go. Good old Stephen King. I didn't realize this was the second story. To me, this is the weirdest one of It is all. definitely the weirdest one. Because everyone finds knew... Like a I mean, at this point, Stephen King is a big celebrity. Everyone knew this was Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like... Wow. Everyone's watching his, That's like... That's great. Oh, God. Like... <laughs> You see Stephen King, like, his, like, obviously this is trying to be, like, super silly, but still, like, you're like, oh, of course that's why he, like, fucking worships, like, weird blue collar, like, it's just. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Wow. He's almost doing, like, Jerry Lewis. Uh, yeah, maybe he is trying to do Jerry Lewis. That's interesting. His facial expressions are very Jerry Lewis. God, he is... I'm glad that he knows he's unattractive. I mean... (laughs) And he's, like, really, like... I wonder at what point during the, like, production they were like, Oh, Steven, you should play this. Or do you think, like, that was Steven's idea? Or, like... Hmm. Oh, God, this sequence... I guess this whole movie is kind of crazy. This part right here is so funny. It's like... He's like, no, I want seven dollars. Like, <laughs> it's almost, it's almost like they put a That's phaser effect on their voices. Yeah, yeah, they did. Ugh, it feels like I'm watching like an, on an old corrupted videotape. Yeah. Keep it accounting. <laughs> like this wow. is a this is now a classic movie, right? Be- and, I would think so for sure. And I mean, the pedigree involved—it's the guy who did *Dawn of the Dead* and *Night of the Living Dead*. It's the guy who wrote fucking *Carrie* and yeah. *Shining* and everything. Like, but this this but it has the feel of a much smaller, weirder movie. That is just like a cult favorite. I guess mm-hmm. it is just a cult favorite, but 
Like this feels more like nice. a movie I would see on TV. Again, I, I, it just feels like TV to me. This whole thing. Very similar to the um, uh, the the sort of uh, crystallized rock they find in the gate. Very, oh yeah, very similar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're broke. <laughs> I like how he fantasizes yeah. about his. He fantasizes. Failure. Jesus. Stephen King has the worst... Like, I, I I don't know. I love this, this... But, like, Stephen King has just the dumbest sense of humor. Yeah, you know what? It is very broad and kind of obnoxious at times. Always. <laughs> all his movies have that. Yeah. Like, all, not movies... All his books have that. Like... Just, like, really dumb sayings and, like... Like, baby talk slang and... Well, another commentary we'll consider for the future is Dreamcatcher. Oh, God. Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher is maybe the most Stephen King movie ever. Yeah. Or at least late era Stephen King. I heard that he wrote that right after his accident. He was, like, really... Yeah, he was fucked up on painkillers the whole time. Uh, And he wrote it out longhand. (laughs) Oh, that was strange. So they've abandoned the electronic score for a more fifties, uh, yeah, whimsical kind of score. Yeah, sounds like something you hear on Dennis the Menace. Right, exactly, exactly. That's interesting. I I don't think I ever picked up on the, the score changes so much in between. It is surprising that there's not different directors for each segment. Yeah, I mean, because that's kind of what you come to expect from anthology films. Well, you what you come to expect from anthology films is that maybe there's one good one, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. Creepshow has kind of ruined other anthology movies. I, I mean, I like all of them, but I actually really love the crate segment coming yeah. up, which I think might be the fourth. Yeah, I don't think it's next. I think it's... Uh, yeah, it's the Leslie Nielsen one next, and then the crate. But I do think this sort of... I think I feel like every anthology movie has one like crazy, silly one. Yeah. Um, and this would be it. And I, But I think it's all based on this. Like I think Creepshow set the... Oh, yeah. Old time wrestling. <laughs> Patooie. If you see the subtitles. Oh yeah, the sub the yeah, subtitles had instead of having a spit sound, it just wrote out Patooie. Um uh. Oh no. <laughs> More fantasy sequence. I love the tilted angle. Yeah, the Dutch the, angles. Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) The skeleton just sort of flying around, too. Like the boss in Team America just sliding around on the wheels all the time. That's great. I thought it was a toaster. This is the... (laughs) Doctors so, always keep a meat cleaver in their office. So at this point in the movie, other than the goddamn trash-filled fucking shit at the beginning with Tom mm-hmm. Atkins, 
This is a very... Cartoonish. Like, not like a children's movie. Yeah. Like, even Father's Day is not violent, as violent as I remembered it. (laughs) Oh, there we go. Blue light. Take a drink every time you see a blue light. Yeah, here we go. Here's a drinking game. You've been what? Finish the sentence. Again, the other thing about uh, EC Comics that isn't really present here. Oh, nice. I think even when at the end when he uh, shoots himself, there's that same gurgling sound. Like, like, yeah, like, like the zombies. Yeah, I think there's just Very something. Consistent. I think there's something unnerving to children about that kind of gurgling sound. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, maybe not just like to it children. Now. It's kind of unnerving in general. You're yeah. right. This to me is the most Stephen King of all of the. I mean, yeah. obviously it's the one he's in, but. It's a one-man show, too. Right, but... Is this a Twilight Zone he's watching? I don't think so. Yeah. It probably could be. Should have done some research. Uh, yeah, probably not Twilight Zone. Um, wow. <laughs> All right, so so Does this come from plant plant or what kind of a meteorite just turns everything into? It's the it comes from the planet Kudzu, apparently. <laughs> the turning pages were there turning pages uh, in the first story? Um, yeah. Right. I know. Oh, vodka! Oh, that's such a everything. No dumb person. No dumb person says node. That's the weird. I wonder if I lived alone, if I would just be saying everything aloud. Yeah, I would. I, I often, often, I don't ever see my roommate, and I just talk aloud. Hmm. But no, but that's like a quintessentially Stephen King thing, where like dumb and four years old are mean the same thing to him. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like I, if they're a dumb person, that just means that they talk like a four year old. Why does he think vodka is going to be the solution? I guess he's just stressed. I like the way the television is his only companion. Mm-hmm. Again. Yeah. Real real subtle there, George Romero. Oh, well, we got some uh So you think that this commentary. is a so you think that this is a satire on him like he's literally becoming a couch potato? <laughs> <laughs> a green couch potato? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I never thought of that before. I don't know. There might not be nothing to that. I'm just trying to kind of draw on its straws here. This is... I feel like he put his usual commentary on hold for this movie. So far, this movie looks very cheap. Unless you want to consider way. the crate as like a commentary on marriage. Well, Dr. Tongue's uh, like House of Terrors or something. 
there was some kind of uh, Hammer, I think Hammer film with uh, Christopher Christopher Lee and um, uh, Peter Cushing. Oh yeah, uh, there was like an anthology film. Oh, and it had uh, uh, what's his face, Donald Sutherland, in it. This kind of reminds yeah. me of that. That was a very silly, campy kind of a thing. I guess. Yeah, I guess the the idea of putting EC Comics. That was an old thing. That was an amicus sort of I've thing. I've always wanted to see Stephen King naked, and we're finally going to get that. Not really. We're sort of seeing him in, like, Austin Powers mode. Oh. With all the fake... Not there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like poor people minstrel show. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> of course, when he says not there, I just automatically think it's a... This is a commentary on puberty. <laughs> Very late in life, apparently. I don't remember this wow. scene at all. Yeah. He looks like the the uh, evil priest from Poltergeist 2. A little bit. Ooh, I'd love to do Poltergeist 3. What's that? I'd love to do a commentary for Poltergeist 3. We could have a ball with that one. And there are actually some things I like about it. I think those movies are also on Netflix instant. Those two sequels. Oh, yeah? Hmm. Not Poltergeist the Legacy, the TV series. Oh, okay. Did you know there was a TV series? I never saw it. I wonder if it's like the Friday 13th TV series and Hmm. it's completely unrelated. Or if it actually has Carol Ann and company. I wouldn't do anything related to Poltergeist if I was making movies or TV shows at this point. Why is that? Because of the curse. Oh. The Poltergeist curse. There's a whole, like, E! True Hollywood story about the Do you think there's a creep curse. show curse because Stephen King did this movie and then 20 years <laughs> later he got hit by a van? It's possible. Yeah. Remember that time where George Romero, like, got very old? <laughs> it was because of this movie. He's cursed. Oh, yeah. He got very old. Ugh. I think this is the story that most feels like an episode of The Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds it's me of... super eventful. There's that one episode of The Twilight Zone. Well, none of the... I think... I, think I mean, the, what can you I do with I think the next story is the one that most reminds me of an actual EC comic in that it's actually like a morality thing where someone yeah. gets their comeuppance and there's mm-hmm. like twists and there's like... Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're right. God, that is unnerving. Is it all green? Mm. Uh, yeah. Mm. Oh, it's not as violent as I thought it was. No. It's the Kurt Cobain story. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Castle County. Castle, Castle Rock. Rock. Yeah, there you go. Down in Castle Rock. Except Portland and Boston are not no. close to what is going on there. Port- or Boston. Is, Port- is, no, there wait, Portland. is there a different Portland on the East Coast? Maybe there is. Yeah, that would make more sense, I guess. A uh, little... Nice, I clever title. Was... That's like something Jim would come up with. Yeah, yeah. 
I remember, I remember in the back of comic books, the the ads always. I always wanted the strong man ads, mm. and then in the back, the back of actually popular, uh, popular, popular mechanics or popular science. I can't remember which one I had a subscription to when I was a kid. Uh, there was hovercraft. Like send in for your own hovercraft. Oh wow! So yeah, this is the one with actual sort of. Uh, it's pretty sub- intriguing death and yeah, like, but it doesn't build up to like the horror. El- I mean, it, there's not a lot of horror elements until like later. <laughs> um, unless you, <laughs> Mister, oh, tearing to dancing call. Yeah, call me Frank Drebin. I just it's it's so hard for me to think of him as anything else as a comedic actor. This like, is I know post he's airplane. In, he's in Forbidden this Planet. Post, this movie is post airplane. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, I mean, partially, I guess at this point he was still the guy who was in. What is that one movie where he like takes his shirt off and he like battles a bear or something? <laughs> what? I swear to you. I know you see them in Tidy Whities in the movie Nuts with Barbara Streisand. Because he's like an abusive husband. Yeah. And he starts beating the shit out of Barbara Streisand. Can we talk about how sad late era Leslie Nielsen was? Oh, God. When he was like in 2001 mm-hmm. A Space Oddity. Wrongfully accused, even. Or Dracula dead and loving it. And then... I, I'd have to go back. I loved Wrongfully Accused when I was 12. Oh, wow. When I was 12. Okay, well, that makes sense. He wasn't in Mafia, though. I mean, I guess... I guess with him, like, the fall of him just fell the fall of the Zucker Brothers. Mm-hmm. Like the they're Zuckers. still trying though with the scary movies and Zuckers aren't still overla- uh, related to the scary movies, are they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they, they did, did two of them. Three is what they did. The first two were the Wayne's brothers. Yeah, I know that. Three. Did they do three and four? I don't know, but five isn't them. Oh, okay. And they did what? An American Carol. Mm-hmm. Ugh. See, yeah, there's always like a recording. There's yeah. always. This, yeah, this is the one where he's, like, got a TV set up. <laughs> this is almost like a soap opera. Only with drowning. I think there are probably a lot of drownings in soap operas. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Danson has a weird forehead. Ted Danson always, to me, looked like a caveman. Like Ted Danson should that. be doing, yeah, should be doing a uh, Geico commercials. Half, ca- half caveman, half ape. Right. Yeah, he's he's the ape man. There's something about his eyebrow, like his sort of brow line, that always made me upset. Oh, cool. Yeah. We yeah, that's nice. So this is basically the vanishing. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, why are you going with this man? He's like, oh no, don't worry, I'll tell you what happened. You just gotta follow me. You just gotta yeah. go on my terms. Eh, probably not. Eh, maybe I'll Follow Enrico Palazzo. What are you, are you threatening my girlfriend? Eh, I'll call the police. No, <laughs> no. Oh, don't worry, I'll take care of it. Is that his camera? Yeah, probably. I love that. There was that thing in the early 80s, like late 70s, where rich people had, like, video cameras. <laughs> <laughs> If I had a beach like house, all that gross I would, wood paneling and stuff. If you had a beach house, would you name it Comfort Station? 
Comfort I would Station? Think, I think you would call if it I was a robot. Channel. If I was a robot, <laughs> I would name it Comfort Station. It's probably because he just he's still in on the set of Forbidden Planet. Yeah. This song is public domain. I'll whistle it. I'll whistle it. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen's one of those guys, too, where like seeing him in Forbidden Planet with dark hair was shocking. Oh, yeah. Because I'm just so used to seeing him with the silver hair. Almost like, or like when you when you go like back Steve and you Martin. watch uh, Steve, yeah, Steve yeah. Martin. Yeah. Old stand-up like when he's on the Smothers Brothers or whatever and you have dark hair. Yeah. It's creepy. It is. It's like an alternate universe. It's upsetting. It's <laughs> like, like an episode you, of Sliders. It's, it's like looking up an episode of. Uh, it looks like an episode of. Uh, or it's like looking up a, a picture of uh, Patrick Stewart with hair. It's like, <laughs> that's not right. I don't know if I've ever seen Patrick Stewart with hair. Now that I think about it, I might be making that up. Hmm. I don't know. That's probably a picture of Patrick Stewart with hair. Yeah, yeah. there's got to be. <laughs> there has to be. Everybody, Google that shit right now. Yeah, great work, Ted Danson. (laughs) Okay, so we've already established carnival. We've already established that. I don't know how many times I've said that. Yeah, we've already established the stories. In Creepshow are not spectacular. Not very original. Um, well, I mean, uh, they're, they're they're derivative to a for a point. Like, there's a point to their the fact that they're derivative, yeah. but they're not spectacular they, either. They there's build not... up to something. What? But so, like... what is it that makes this like such a classic? That's a good question. I mean, is it like one of the original horror anthologies? Well, again, their Amicus did a lot of. Uh, Tales from the Crypt and uh, Haunt of Horror, or I can't remember. Hmm. Uh, their Amicus did a bunch. It was a that was a pretty typical. Uh, there was there was maybe a half a dozen of them. Um, they came out of like of Britain in the sixties and seventies. Oh, okay. Um, that's a good question. I mean, it'd be interesting. To is learn... it just the tone? Like, because watching it now, I mean, again, we're talking over it. We're not, but yeah. like just watching it now, like. I think each story so far has been kind of slow, but not like, you know, in a way that I, I think it's boring. I, think, I mean, they've been... <laughs> I think it's like 100% hmm. just the tone. Yeah. I bet every actor... And again, the score has completely changed, too. Oh. This is... I mean, I guess it's still synthy, but it seems like... No, but it's not classic. It's not like it's not like 50s. It yeah. doesn't sound like... It sounds... No, you're right. It sounds more television-y. Right. I mean, it's, somebody could have easily just thought of, like, let's turn a soap opera in with a horror twist, you know? Like, oh, the guy finds out that his wife's been cheating on him, so but he decides to bury him. I mean, that's and... EC Comics. Like, that's someone sure. cheating on someone and then getting revenge, and then yeah. the dead rising to wreck revenge on that revenge. Like, yeah. that's EC Comics. It's a very inventive way to kill somebody, though. Right. I don't see this every day. And then he also gets the TV so he can watch the other person get killed. Is this creepy out being a claustrophobic? No. 
Not really. Maybe it's because I love beaches. Would you like to be buried up to Including your neck? Including the movie Beaches. Would you like to be buried up to your neck, Jim? Let's we'll find it. out. All right, let's do it. Let's go to the beach someday. <laughs> let's go to... I don't know if Lake Michigan has I, sand deep enough for me no. to... <laughs> <laughs> crabs look... Crabs are hilarious because when their claws are out, they always look like they're like celebrating a victory. Yeah. Uh, I love crabs. So is it just like the silly tone? Like, it's just so agreeable... And just the fact that there's a lot of celebrities in this, <laughs> in this movie before they... Like, Ted Danson was a big celebrity in the early mm, 80s, right? Yeah. Cheers was like, what, 85, 86 when it started? I think so. It might have been 84. I never watched Cheers. It's one of those sit- classic sitcoms that... It's a good show. Lot, yeah, a lot of people... He's not necessarily the best part of it, but yeah. uh, he's the straight man. He's fine in it. Never saw yeah, that. Yeah, see this never fucking TV. Frasier, and everybody says, oh, you'd love Frasier. And I never saw that either. Frasier's pretty good. The TV. How does he find, like, electricity for the TV? Oh, yeah, no, it's totally on the TV. Almost it was added in in post production. It's so good. He's going to jerk off to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a snuff film thing as well as an event of death. Yeah. No, it's a good one. It's a good story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Oh, yeah. This guy that's... How long can you hold your I can breath? hold my breath a very long time. <laughs> Classic. Classic. I'm realizing now it is kind of difficult to do commentaries. Yeah, no, it's totally hard. <laughs> yeah, I apologize to our listeners. Because, like, at some points, too, I really do just want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we, we have to be... Uh, we know. actually had a, a little peek behind the curtain. We had a different movie that we were more prepared for that I actually, like, I went I took notes and I more prepared for. Hopefully but it'll happen. It's on Netflix Instant, but unfortunately it's uh, it wasn't playing correctly. Like, the no. audio and the visual are completely out of sync. I'm curious if you just when you go home try it and see if it's yeah. I mean, I watched Netflix it on Netflix. Yeah, no. I watched it on Netflix instant before. It was fine. Oh, okay. anyway. Um, also, this is kind of a non-eventful movie or not a non-eventful non-eventful story in the movie. Right. Except Ted, Ted Danson's acting is pretty great. You think so? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It must be fun to act in a movie like this, but at the same time. You probably don't know when you sign up for it that George Romero is going to be that stylish and mm-hmm. that this movie's going to live on this longer. You probably yeah. think this is going to be, be in theaters a week 
and it's going to play on TV late at night, and uh, it's going to be some garbage, but it's an easy paycheck. I'm pretty sure I might have even seen this on, like, edited television. Yeah, no. Yeah. This is totally a movie you'd catch late at night. I wonder if that's where a lot of people's affection comes for it. Honestly, I'm not a huge fan of this story. No. That's the other problem. It's, uh... Yeah, it's hard to really, uh... Again, George Romero... It's, 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 the the problem is it's not as silly. Mm-hmm. The next one is by far my favorite and probably can talk the most about it. Yeah, yeah. And then the last one, I almost have to shut my eyes. But I'm going to I'm gonna do my best. Is it only the five stories? Yeah. For me, I remembered it as being more. Hmm. I was still, I'm still surprised when I rewatched uh, Creepshow 2 that it was only three stories. Oh, really? That's yeah. only three? Yeah. And it's, it's a shame that the last one is pretty weak. It's just like a hitchhiker zombie story. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, now I we're going back score. to electronic. Yeah. Man, you would totally hear this in a John Carpenter movie. One of my favorite things about electronic scores is that you know, like when videotapes get a little old, that all the all the sound quality gets a little warbly. Right. It gets a little like phasery almost. Like electronic scores mm-hmm. sound totally creepy, and like so if you watch old VHSs of '80s horror movies, and I'm sounding way cooler. I and really way like creepier. his setup, and it's. Yeah, like, again, this is the thing, like, in the in the late 70s, early 80s, like, the idea of, like, rich guy with a lot of technology meant he had, like, weird black and white screens everywhere. Yeah. And he had, like, wood paneled, uh, wood, yeah, <laughs> yeah, fucking of thing course. behind a painting, and, like, a wood panel VCR. <laughs> it's weird, we just saw, like, six screens earlier that were open and exposed, why didn't he just go to those? No, no, he's got a, he's got his, look, you, you got your favorites. Mm. You get, you get a real... What do you think he does for a living? A he question. owns a beach. I'm guessing he's a cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he's totally a where's civil Where's O.J. Servant. Simpson? He's O.J. <laughs> Simpson. And I said, where's O.J. Simpson? <laughs> That's what we need. All this little dance is perfect. Oh, mm-hmm. man. There's Leslie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Classic cheesy laugh. Man, this must have been a nightmare to edit, just to figure out how long you could let this go on. Yeah. I bet there are, like, early edits where this goes on for, like, 15 minutes, and, and it was just trippy as and shit. And I like that he's sort of feeling guilty now, or something. Like, he's, No, he's not feeling guilty. Just like, oh, shit. It's, you know, he's feeling righteous. Hmm. He just killed him. First he was feeling joy, and then he's like, yeah, that's what you get. But he looks like he's worried, especially once Ted Danson starts yelling at him. There's intense dancing. Did Ted Danson? <laughs> intense dancing. Intense dancing. Did he ever get a uh, an action movie? <laughs> Listen up. See, yeah, he yeah. did not feel guilty. He's just like smug. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Classic. So what's with the glow? It's the it's the uh it's the touch. It's the touch of the artist. It's the breast strokes behind him. I'm I'm surprised that didn't have some kind of crazy background. Hmm. Yeah. 
It's a, it's kind of a a slower build up to the. Uh, this is, I think, the, the, the longest big reveal. I, no, I think this and uh, this and the crate are yeah. the two longest stories mm-hmm. in this. But again, these all these stories are so simple, right? Like the the normal the normal approach is all of these movies are. I think the crate might be the one with the actual most twists and turns. Uh huh. Actually, most plot. And I I, I love everything about it. I yeah, think. yeah, but. Like the normal approach for an anthology movie is, is that oh it's a short film so you just have to get all the exposition in quick. Hmm. Whereas the first three movies, so the first three stories of this so far have been just sort of like slow burns, where it's just like one thing sort of slowly happening. This one is thirty minutes long. This story is thirty yeah. minutes long. Yeah. Jesus, that's longer than an episode of television. Long. That's a little too long. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I, think I agree. This one's a little too long. <laughs> I'm feeling it. After I heard the third, after I heard That's like the the, uh, the opera singer, Ooh. man, I, I forget who he said the composer was, but he was having a field day on this movie. Mm-hmm. It sounds like something you hear in a science fiction. Yeah. Like well, aliens. There you go. It is. It says for the for the crate, watchful eyes will notice the staircase. In his home is the same staircase from something that tied you over. It even has some of the same camera angles. I don't know if we paid attention to the staircase in this story, though. I, I feel like, yeah, everyone's watching black and white television. Hmm. They had color t- TV in the 80s. Of course. Again, I think it's kind of trying to keep a certain timeless thing going. I like that. It's got snuff oh films. Oh, my God. Has he done this? <laughs> I do like that. that. Damn, made that ghoulish. That is films. total. That's totally vanishing. That ghoulish banality mm-hmm. of evil. And this and this sort of stalking scene goes on way too long too. Yeah, yeah, it does. We know where it's headed. I. I don't know. I Even like... the first time I saw it, I knew where it was going. Well, yeah, because we already saw a zombie. Yeah. We already know, like... It'd be it'd be better if it was more... Like, or not better. It wouldn't necessarily be better, because we wouldn't get to see mm. the aqua zombies that Tom Savini creates. Yeah, that's the thing that Heather can't stand. Oh, really? The, yeah. I would imagine it was the same thing you can't stand at the end. Jim's roommate, by the way, oh, yeah. uh, had, has was traumatized when she saw this movie when she was like three or whatever. <laughs> Which is understandable, you know, that young. <laughs> you see the little aqua zombies? Sure. I think I saw this when I was 10, 11-ish. I didn't see any horror movies until I was like 13. I saw... Try with... seeing Nightmare on Elm Street when you're seven. Yeah, I think <sighs> the first... Jesus. Oh, God. I think the first, uh, was I in fifth grade? I was in fifth grade. I don't know what that is. That was probably ten. I still have Freddy Nightmares. I I used to have a lot of Child's Play Nightmares just from seeing the commercials. Oh, wow. When I was a little kid, I had constant Child's Play Nightmares, and they're all different. Hmm. Like, one, Chucky was my cousin. Yeah. And two, he was like this well-known per like he was a citizen of a town. 
Uh, yeah, we already see him. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, the big reveals when you know he confronts them and you see when he sees their faces. Yeah, yeah, but you and know what? But my... it's not. There's no. But there's no ambiguity as to who they are. Oh good. Oh god, this is hot. Yeah, I like this. How come he's not washing his beautiful hair? I think it's a wig. Could be. I think that's, I think that's always been a wig. His hair has always been perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Like the Warren Zevon. Warren Zevon, yeah. I was about to say. Can't wash my perfect hair. Uh, saw Leslie Nielsen taking a shower in Creepshow. <laughs> His hair was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're just kind of watching the movie at this point. It's yeah, it's there's it's not a whole burn. lot to make comments on because it's a swanky it's a apartment, it's a swanky place. Is this is this his beach house or is this his main house or is this, is this like, Ted Dance's house? It looks exactly like Ted Dance's house in the beginning. This is almost like House of the Devil. <laughs> no, it's not like House of the Devil. There's a payoff. <laughs> it's not I completely like the, I like worthless. The payoff in House of the Devil. Uh, it's we not should do a commentary worthless. for House of the Devil. Oh my god, House of the Devil would be the most boring commentary. <laughs> I wouldn't want to ask anyone to sit through House of the Devil. Even if I get to talk to them during the full thing. Aww. What do you think? Do you think those videotapes are of previous girlfriends who have cheated on him and their lovers? Hmm. Could be the last Police Squad episodes that never aired. Yeah. That's a show that really got canceled. Spy Way hard too deleted short. scenes. Oh, spy hard. But he did, like a, he did a lot of straight to video parody movies too. I think didn't he? Uh, I think 2001: Space Oddity is the only one that oh, did okay. get released. Did he do more than that? I just remember like for a while there were a lot of those straight to video like Plump Fiction. I don't or, think he did Plump Fiction or mm. uh, Silence of the Hams. Oh, God. Don DeLuise. <laughs> Fuck. I think Tommy Davison was in Plump Fiction. Ooh, yeah. That's more of a bluish green. It's not straight up blue. I, I My memory of it is being pure blue. That's great, though. Yeah. Honestly, I think a lot of my goodwill comes from how amazing the last story is. You really th- love that cockroach story? That's the best one. No, I like... I, the crate is better. No, the crate is not better than the cock... Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Number one, the crate is kind of sexist and, like, misogynist <laughs> and weird. I know. Who would want to kill Adrian Barbeau? <laughs> there we go. There's the gore. Mm. That watery. I love that. Like, it's just mm. water coming out of... Mm-hmm. Go to the beach! <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder how they get him to come to the beach. They just sort of t- each take an arm. Ah. Uh. Dutch angles! <laughs> Do they appear behind him? Is it one of those deals? Yeah. Positive. It's been a while. It's been a while since, since I... Ted Danson <laughs> appeared behind <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. It's been a while. Since... Ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's your blue lights. <laughs> I love how they're giving bluish green, but that's okay. They're they're giving him these detailed instructions. 
They're not just saying, I want my cake. They're like, listen, here is the deal. We're going to take you to the beach. And see if you can hold your breath. I love that shot. Uh, It's great. Yeah. Like, the background of that is awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's blue. That's such great... I think I think I can hold my I think I can hold my breath for a long time. I love his delivery. I yeah. think that is Creepshow's version of Day in the Dead's uh, "Choke on It." Uh-huh. Joe Polito. <laughs> nice. That's pretty great. I love that idea of the villain like getting great his comeuppance ending. and not accepting his comeuppance. Mm-hmm. That's I love that. It didn't need to be thirty minutes, but I love. No, that. it didn't. You could have cut eight minutes. Oh shit. I love his fantasies of killing her. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's the shit that's kind of weird and sexist. Everyone <laughs> just like applauds him murdering his wife. Awesome. Oh, you know, I always have those fantasies of murdering my wife. Now, really now you got kind of a more of an exorcist. Of course, now, exorcist now, now I wonder why this was my dad's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, awkward. Ooh. 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 Uh. <laughs> Who is that actor? Oh god. That actor, I mean. The Henry. Oh man. It's gonna bother me. You can look it up on your phone. Right. What's the point of having a smartphone? My f- my phone is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I like how it's kind of a twist on, uh... Hal Holbrook, of course! Yeah, there we go, Hal Holbrook. (laughs) She looks like she's constantly about to throw up. Oh, Adrian Barbeau is wonderful. I love her. This is kind of like a weird, bizarro version of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Oh my god. <laughs> Where the two college, the new college professors and the old college professors got together and alcohol just fucking drives everyone nuts. Get everybody drunk! I think we all have an aunt like that. An aunt? Or a mother. I don't know. <laughs> I will reserve further comment at that okay. point. <laughs> I wonder how they wound up together in the first place. She probably bullied him into it. Mm-hmm. What a bitch, right? She, she, he should kill her. What? No, I like. I do like the story. I do like the story, but it is. I don't know. It's kind of creepy, the the um, the undertones of it. Well, I mean, it works for War of the Roses, doesn't it? War of the Roses is not about a heartless shrew tormenting a poor man. 
Now they equally torture each, torture each other. Right. Sorry, we haven't been talking. Oh yeah, again. I know. <laughs> just... I get so into this too. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it'd be easier to do commentaries for movies that you're like you haven't you've seen recently and you know pretty well, or right. I just think yeah. In the future, we should probably prepare more. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and our listeners really want to hear this right now. As I. The tone of the of of this one is like so like it's so different from the first two. The first three. No one checked under the no one checked under the <laughs> stairs this whole time. They didn't see any people under the stairs, so Ugh, gross. Gross Jim. Oh man, people under the stairs is good. We should watch people under the stairs. We're gonna watch it for the Wes Craven episode. Yeah, I'm excited about the Wes Craven episode. Yeah, I've never seen the original Hills Have Eyes. You haven't? No. It's better than the remake, I think. Some people think the remake's better. I'm gonna bypass the uh, last house on the left, though. Yeah. I don't need to rewatch it. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) This is really funny. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) <laughs> I love it see yeah oh that is so good <laughs> it's it's I can almost see why my dad... It seems like this is very much reminiscent of Amazon Women on the Moon, something they would do with that. Like, that sense of humor. Yeah. Very is, subversive. You think this is a... It, did Zucker do Amazon Women on the Moon? Or was that Landis? That was Landis. Yeah, Landis and Dante. Okay. And I recently found out that if if you want to look really closely, apparently... It's the very first appearance of Brian Cranston ever. Oh yeah, in Amazon Women on the Moon. He's in the uh, funeral sketch that uh, Harvey's funeral, like they turn it into a roast. Oh my god! This one actually scared me though when I was a kid. The the monkey? No, I like. I thought it had like one of the more effective jump scares. Maybe is that I, the one? I mean, where maybe the... I'm thinking of it differently, but still, I see I, this one. I I never liked that much because I just thought it was like, oh, it's a gorilla. Like, it's like a guy in a gorilla costume. Like, it's a pretty good special. It's not as bad as like gorilla no, costume I mean, you've seen a Bowery uh, no, Boys. No, I mean, like before you movie, don't see but... him at all. He's just in the box. You don't know what it is until the very end. I think you. I don't think it's till the very end. I think it is. I we'll we'll see, but I'm pretty sure his first appearance is like whoa, Julia Carpenter. Of course, yeah. 
I love it when horror directors do that shit. Oh, the worst, though, is in Night of the Creeps where every character is oh, like, yeah. Oh, hey, I'm Cynthia Cronenberg. And it's like, <laughs> he's right down Romero Way. It's like, all right, we get it. You know I love movies. it. Oh, it's the worst. It's terrible, but I love it. I like Night of the Creeps, but that's yeah. the worst. Fred Decker. <laughs> oh, God. Uh-huh. What's Fred Decker from? No, Fred Decker is the director of uh, Night of the Creeps. Oh, I thought you meant that actor was not Fred Decker. Haven't you ever seen Night of the Creeps show? Jesus. I saw it in the heat of the Night of the Creeps. <laughs> What's stolen from the Chud show? Oh. I always like to imagine it, though. It's, uh, it's my special place. It's whenever I'm upset, I go to my happy place, and it's in the heat of the Night of the Creeps. Jeez. My happy place is between Adrian Barbeau's breasts. Yeah, Swamp Thing. <laughs> it's like a turn the misogyny cast. Yeah. Have you heard horror podcasts? Like, have you ever listened to like trade horror podcasts? I listened to the Horror Etc. Pod- I, to- I listened to the Wes Craven episode because I was Horror Etc. is good. Scream Queens is good. Oh, yeah. But like yeah. most horror podcasts are just talking about how fuckable all the actresses are. It's oh, horrifying. Cool. It's the worst. Yeah. It's like a nightmare of rape culture. It's like, it's horrifying. Nightmare on Rape Street. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's like, uh, so Adrian Barbeau is pretty bangable in this movie, but uh, have you seen her recently? She's real ugly. It's like, yeah, oh, she's fucking on. 60. Fuck you. Like, ugh. I tell ya. I don't want to say, I don't want to say anything bad about any specific podcast, but, uh, uh, all my heroes wear masks. Hey, you guys! You guys blow. You guys fucking suck. Don't listen to that podcast. Never. Yeah. Oh man. So is this the first? You don't think that they show him in the first appearance? Nah. I mean, I don't know if you just see his eyes. He doesn't pop out of the box. I'm pretty but you sure see that he's a monkey. Like I don't like. That's uh... the thing about it. It's like it's a fucking gorilla. <laughs> is it implied that she's cheating or is he she just a shrew why don't you just fucking sure divorce her why do you have to fucking murder her that's yeah. <laughs> I forgot about this fantasy pretty short what Adrian Barbeau is short <laughs> No, the uh, that fantasy was short. Oh, yeah. Nice. Jerry chest dickhole. <laughs> Women. The locks? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's a <laughs> $200. Keep them coming. You think this is the same university from uh, Lonesome Death of Jordy? Oof. Jordy and Harold. <laughs> wow. Well, they said the staircase was the same from the last one. Yeah. Last story. I like I like it if they're all connected, but not if they're all connected in a dumb way, like mm-hmm. uh, Trick or Treat. Trick, trick or Treat, I don't remember that one at all. Trick or Treat's the one that's kind of a shame. Alice a, Cooper? And... 
No, 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 no. This is the newer one. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one that's kind of ashamed to be an anthology horror movie, so they just have edited all the stories together. Yeah. That's such a dumb idea. Mm-hmm. The stories weren't that good either. No. Some of them were pretty good. Some of them were fucking horrible. The one that's basically a ripoff of the Tales from the Dark Side episode that Tom Savini directed, where the guy gets a trick pulled on him. Mm-hmm. That one was great. I mean, yeah, it was a ripoff of the Tom Savini Dark Tales from the Dark Side episode, but it's still pretty good. I'm definitely going to have to pee, and that sucks. Because yeah. <laughs> we can't pause. Well, that's fine. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the right time. Yeah, you're probably, you're probably going to piss yourself in a second. Well, the bed's already wet. <clears throat> All right. That's gross. <laughs> that's gross. No, it's just water. I, I'm, pretty sh- I'm pretty sure he you dies, see though, right? Yeah, no, he died. I think they both die. No, because he's the one who tells them about it. His friend tells him about the crate. His friend tells Hal Holbrook about the crate. This is not a great commentary. I'm going to go ahead and say it. (laughs) I mean, maybe we needed to do more research or choose a different movie. (laughs) Yeah, we did research on one movie, but that movie... See, there you go. You just see his eyes. I think this one is the most glorious, though. Bummer. Yeah. Wait, he died because his arm got bitten? Yeah. No, you see the whole thing right there. See? Okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah. In my mind, I was thinking it was more suggestive. No, it's just a monkey. It's just a Bigfoot or whatever. It's just a big old monkey foot. I don't know. When I was younger, it still freaked me out. No, I. I when you're younger, you yeah. get a pass. Anything can creep you out. You're a little. But this never was my favorite. All right, Jim is headed out. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and talk to you guys personally. <laughs> talk about how much Again, this, the, the, okay, this is why the crate is not my favorite. Uh, I know that guy. Who's he? He was in Starman. That guy was in Starman? He was the main scientist from Starman. Okay, I haven't seen Starman. Oh, no, I saw Starman. <laughs> anyway, all right, here's why the crate is not the best story in Creep Show. It's too long. Still too long. Look, for a... For, uh, for anthology movies have slightly different rules. The stories have slightly different rules than, say, uh, anthology series. Um, you don't want every story in an anthology movie to be twenty-two minutes long. You want you want it to have a specific tone, and you want it to get in there and get out. And this is the funniest, uh, I think. Probably it's definitely funnier than Jordy Verrill, which is, ugh, you know, it's silly. Uh, no, I like Jordy Verrill, but you know what I mean. It's not as it's not it's it's kind of dumb. Um, then the, 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 the murder fantasies are pretty great, but see, is this, is this is the monster moving himself? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, this, it's too long. What you get out of the final one, the E.G. Marshall one, which, whose name I can't remember that you get in, you get out, you get, you, you get, uh, some social commentary. I mean, this is a, you know, anyway, I was, what I was telling the folks, Jim. 
before uh, you came in here. There's more social commentary in the last story. And this is still too long. This is about 30 minutes. I think I I mean anthology you don't want an anthology horror movie to be made up of stories that are the same length as an anthology. Mm-hmm. You'll see. I mean you won't see cuz you'll probably cover your eyes cuz you're scared of bugs. God damn it. I have to be scared of something. Yeah. Mhm. I'm scared of heights, but I'll still do the, I'll still do a cliffhanger commentary, no problem. Okay, okay. You love Cliff Cliffhanger. I don't love. I love. I love trolling my girlfriend whenever she's like, yeah. "What movie should we watch?" I always say Cliffhanger because she hates it. Uh, I don't think she's ever seen it. She just hates it on principle. But, oh God! So much blood. Yeah. Again, it's pretty tame. Maybe not early eighty. Like, I guess the definition of tame blood of tame gore. Uh, was way different from the early 80s to the late 80s. You are you right bumping the microphone around? Oh, no, it's fine. You have, you have fun there? Okay. You'll see the last story with E.G. Marshall. Uh, is that really going to be entertaining for me to just go, oh, God. No, no, uh, no, it will. It, number one, people will love to hear you get grossed out, and it will redeem how boring this commentary track has been <laughs> so far, how boring and uninformed. Um, but... This is still like a little, like this is playing out as if it was feature length. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, this whole story. Yeah, this whole story. Sure. Like if this was the first twenty minutes of a feature length movie, it would play out the exact same way. No, that isn't the guy from Starman. It just looks like the guy from Starman. Okay, I'm pretty sure it's probably the guy from Last Starfighter, though, right? Oh well, if we did a commentary on Last Starfighter, I wouldn't shut up. <laughs> I know that movie by heart. Yeah. Is it better or worse than Starman? All right, what's better? Last Starfighter or Enemy Mine? It's Last Starfighter. All right, what's better? Enemy Mine or Alien Nation? Yeah, Alien Nation. Ooh, you don't like Enemy Mine very much. No. I like the title Alien Nation. I think it's brilliant. Brilliant play on words. Oh, it's brilliant, yeah. Brilliant play on words. Mr. Fucking Pun over here. This is the part where the gorilla jumps out for real. And you see, like he's purple or something, right? I maybe maybe it's the light. It's so funny that like I thought like you don't see the monster until the end. Yeah, it's the complete opposite of how I remembered it. Yeah, no, it's you're you're a little kid. That's what the strength of this movie is that it makes you imagine things. Mm-hmm. What is this guy doing? Why are they not calling the police? Someone's just murdered. He says, "I want that shoe." What? Oh. <laughs> Ooh, curiosity killed the cat. It's one of those stories. Mm-hmm. And then, wah! And you see the whole thing right here. See, this all scared me. Well, no, yeah. Even though I knew it was going to happen. It's only the last story that's genuinely gross and scary and creepy. Like, the last story has everything. It's kind of funny. It's got some social satire. Where a uh. rich... There you go. See the whole thing right there. Mm-hmm. You see the whole phony baloney mask and everything. Yeah. This isn't as scary as I thought. This is it's pretty still gore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good. That's nice stuff. Yeah. 
(laughs) (laughs) It's doing the... Good old Tom Savini. It's actually... You know what movie this reminds me of right now? Remember Feast? Oh, wow. Feast had that annoying thing where it was super gory at the end, but it was all shot under red lights. Mm-hmm. So, you like, none of the gore actually was effective at all. Yeah, I could, th- I could see that. Yeah. Because it was just it was red. Just, like, right, it, just, yeah. it was just like water. It was stupid. Mm-hmm. Hal Holbrook is such a good actor, too. That's Hal Holbrook? Yeah. What's the other... <laughs> what is? What else is he in? I just remember him from Into the Wild, but I know he's. Uh, oh he's shit! Just, he's, a, he's a well-renowned actor from Into the Wild. Oh yeah. Oh, Hal Holbrook. Hello. <laughs> he was on a TV show, and he was like a really I, he looks well familiar. I just can't remember. He's a really well-respected actor. He's not a great actor in this. He's. He's the most subtle of everybody. Well, he's a straight man. Hmm. No one's subtle in this movie. Who is dad? <laughs> I guess he got no, his chance. A, uh, a, a lot of these sort of things take place at a college, though, where they're like studying anthropology or some shit. Yeah. I love that. I don't like it when we when they do that in movies. I don't like it when like we get to hear the whole story told back to us. There no, we go. Yeah, okay. say, yeah no. saved. He's got a better idea. Why were they not calling the police yet? Because hmm. Hal Holbrook is brainstorming. I think he knows. I think I know what he wants to do. I mean, you know, when a scary thing happened to me, the first thing I did was call the police. I understand some people not wanting to call the police immediately, but these people are white. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have to worry too much. Facilities. Do you think this... Do you think this movie was like an audition for a Tales from the Dark Side series? Or do you think that... No... Like this movie inspired, like at that's just at that point George Romero's like, I'd love to make more of these. Hmm. Well, I mean I I like just I mean, I've always liked short stories. Yeah, no, I love so, short I mean, films. It's great. That's why I love anthology series of, of all kinds. Right. Is I love short films and anthology T V shows are pretty much the only market for it. Granted, most T V shows they don't allow a lot of, you know, directorial they don't. They don't have a lot of directorial input. They're just mm-hmm. shot very quickly. Tales from the Dark Side, especially, was just the cheapest show possible, and it's not. It's not a director's show. Tales from the Crypt. You could tell more, like when Richard Donner was doing an episode, and you can. Tell oh yeah, yeah. Totally. Walter Walter Hill's episodes are all great, and I highly recommend Amazing Stories. Although most of them are pretty dated. There's like I'd say out of like maybe the twenty episodes that aired, if the, I'm sure there's more, maybe, but. I'd say about five. And I think that is great. I think that is what carries me through the fact that I guess none of these stories are as good as I remember, except for Father's Day, which is about exactly as good as I remember. Yeah. And I would start out at the top saying it was the worst one. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying it's necessarily the best one. I think it still might not be great, but at the very least, it gets in and out, and that's why the fifth one. Yeah. Wait till you see it. Wait till you see it, Jim. No. 
I'm gonna not going to be... be seeing any... You just want me to have nightmares. No, 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 no. You're not going to have nightmares. Uh, I pro. I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you I like, control I like, my I like brain. Making, I like making promises that I, you can't possibly keep. Mm. I guarantee no nightmares will happen. And you guarantee that Amber Tamlin will divorce David Cross. And, and marry you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it's going to happen. I guarantee it. Okay. Um, no, I do want you to... I do want people to hear you uh, sort of squirming through that series. But... I guess, yeah, it is my love of anthology movies and just the fact that this is an anthology movie with a bit more style and a bit more of a vision mm-hmm. and a bit more playful than most anthology movies. It's certainly better than VH you know fucking what? S. This is going on way too long. Yeah, right? Um, because I remember there's there's we still got like a montage of him cleaning up. Oh, really? Yeah, because he wants to make everything look presentable for when he invites his wife. There's over. a cleaning montage? Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, see? Too long. That's weird. They blew their load on the two stories in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good music, though. Yeah, again, it returns to that sort of exorcist. Yeah. Uh, Carol of the Bells. Henry! I guess Suspiria. What the fuck are you doing now, <laughs> Henry? It'd be funnier if she like drove into a bush or something. She just, oh, what a drunk! You know, um, have, you ever that, seen is, jo- have you ever seen John Carpenter's Body Bags? I have not. It's pretty he good. He didn't. He did all three of those episodes or all three of those stories. I think. Okay. I was thinking of Night Shift. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Adrian Barbeau is fantastic. <sighs> and he calls her of all the come meet me at the professor's the professor did some crazy thing with some girl I need you to oh no it's through a note okay oh at least they cross cut between this shit yeah it's not completely dull yeah yeah no it's not too long well no the, I think it's a little too long but nice or maybe it's just that's the result of doing commentary. This is our first commentary. <laughs> I like he's he's playing to her the gossip in her. Yeah. Really clever. Yeah, yes. Ooh, I gotta pour some milk for you for this. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I just, I need you to see the last shot of the next story. What, with him, like, all the cockroaches coming out of him? Yeah. No. No? No. <laughs> I'm, I, I get, I'm, like, getting nervous about it. Maybe you should have gotten me drunk or given me a Xanax. This is fan, it's, it's gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be fantastic cinema. It's gonna be phantasm. Yeah, it's gonna be phantasm. See, now, phantasm would be fun to do. Again, I... 
just more research next time. Yeah. yeah well, no. But this is... Trial run. You know, maybe our diehard fans can give us some pointers. Yeah. Be like, hey, you guys. Hey, guys, stop sucking so hard. <laughs> I, I look forward to all the emails telling us not to suck so hard. Um, God, this is so 80s. This is... I, I still, I, I don't know. I still like this one. Even no, I like this long. one. I like this one, too. I think this is, like, the second best one. Great score. Great score. Uh, it's sort of the more EC one in, in that it's misogynist and weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love the, the murder fantasies. They're very funny. She still has milk. She took the milk with her. Is is she going to drop the milk? Choice. Is she is? Did they bring yeah, that milk all the way in, so she can drop it on the floor? On the blood. Yeah. Mixes in with the blood. That might happen. Milk mixes in great with blood. Yeah. James Cameron knows that. That's why he had that guy stabbed through the milk carton in Terminator Two. Mm. With a girl, a woman who looked like Adrian Barbeau. Actually. Perfect timing for him to clean up though. Like, and she just shows up right there. Yeah. Portrait of a serial killer. Yeah. God damn it, Jim. <laughs> laboratory. <laughs> Do some people say it that way? I'm laboratory. Right? Yeah, yeah. Dexter. Dexter oh, says it that way. Okay. Dexter's lab laboratory. Right. His name is Dex. There you go. Whoa. Creepy. No, he's Henry. Oh, the other no, the other guy's Dex. name. Yeah, that's right. But it is also, he's about to kill like that that one other Dexter. No, the other Dexter is he. He lives. His friend. No, I'm saying like oh. the like the Showtime TV show. Oh, oh, gotcha. Okay. Oh, Dexter. Yes. Yeah, she brings the milk all the way there. That's pretty funny. Uh... That's great. (laughs) I like that moment right there. Sorry, he can't help himself from laughing. He just can't wait to kill her. I don't know why he's like... Like, no one's around. He could just push her in, right? Mm -hmm. He wants to lure her in, though. But he could just push her. No one's around. No one's gonna know that he pushed her. Yeah. He doesn't need to go through the whole story. He doesn't need to go the whole song and dance. He Mm -hmm. could knock her out and then drag her there. Yeah. But you need that moment where the guy... Where the uh, little... Fucking gorilla pops out of the crate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great pants. Uh, Good work, 80s. 
Say yeah, he mm. could have done that from the beginning. Wow. She's really not fighting back at all. Wow. Oh, man. What? (laughs) I don't remember this part. I remember. I thought it came out. Oh my god. I hope this just goes on forever. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Did it scare you? <laughs> Alright. Well now you now your one liner doesn't work as well when you already said it. Yeah. That's funny. Hey. He, he wasted his one-liner before it happened. And then he, like, sort of sheepishly did <laughs> it again. Of course, I think it just ends with him going home and not really doing anything about the monkey. No, so. no, 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 no. He, he puts the crate in a quarry. Oh, that's right. Yes, okay, yeah. I forgot about that part. Yeah. Never to be found again. Who will it? Oh, and it explodes at the end. When it hits the so Creepshow the only has three story. Creepshow two only has three stories. Yeah, it's really short. Weird. Mm-hmm. Or they're all thirty minutes long. They might be. Yeah, it's got to be like I think it's eighty-five minutes long. Yeesh. It was disappointing, and I know there was a, like a direct-to-video Creepshow three. Yeah, that was that. Apparently, was the worst. Because mm. that Creepshow came out in the two thousands. But the Tales from the Dark Side movie? How's that? My memory of it is really uh, foggy. Yeah. But um, it's pretty bad, but in a fun way. Uh huh. What about that Twilight Zone episode, or Twilight Zone movie? First two what stories. Wasn't Christopher Nolan supposed to do like a Twilight Zone movie? I never heard that. I heard that. And the first two uh, episodes of the Twilight Zone movie are pretty bad. Yeah. But the last two are amazing. And totally worth watching. See, that scared me. I remember that scaring me. Oh, this is so long. It's still going on. Like, the big... Like, that should have been the end, right? Back in, oh, yeah. Shouldn't have just ended with her getting eaten and then him throwing it in the crate and that's it? Like, are you also going to see him backing his truck up and then talking to security and then pulling the crate in? And Nice. 
Okay, I do like this. Yeah. No, this is good. The crate. Nice. Wap it up, up. Pretty good. Oh. Now we're supposed to feel sorry for the monster. Always feel sorry for the monster. That's horror movie rule number one. Unless you're watching them. Well, that's what makes them not a horror movie. It makes it a sci-fi movie. Because no one ever feels sorry for the ants. Oh. In I them. talking about the French movie then. No, 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 no. The, uh, the ants. Okay. No one ever feels sorry for those ants. Later that morning in Henry's study... <laughs> This is like a studio release, but it looks mm-hmm. like someone's friend just drew all that stuff. Yeah. Looks like when someone... That's you know, transitions, though. No, no, they're great. That's what I love about it. It's not too slick. Yeah. I mean, Sin City has none of this charm. Is there, like, some little twist at the end that implies he's going to get caught, or is that... No, the twist is that the 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 monster comes out of the or he comes out of the box. I think at the bottom of the ocean, the bottom of the lake. Quarry. Quarry. (laughs) Just two gentlemen. One murdered his wife, and they get to play chess. Again, like, why is this still going on? A little too long. Yeah. Oh, and it gets out? Is yeah. That... Weren't its eyes different in the wide shot than in the close-ups there? Yeah, it looks more like a werewolf there. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You know, in the TV version, they edited out the cockroach story? The whole story? Yes. So you didn't see this until much later in life? Yes. No, this is fascinating. Number one, E.G. Marsh is the best. So you can watch this part, no problem. It's not until later that there's a lot. I know. This is kind of creepy. And again, he's a rich old... God, where like, have I heard that song before? 
rich old racist white man. Where the hell have I heard that song? Dun, 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 oh, it opens the Muppets? No, it's close. I've heard that song and then something else before. Again, in a time when being rich meant like there's like little light bulbs everywhere and Yeah, what I love this is kind of surreal, and like mm-hmm. the where he lives is kind of surreal and sci-fi, and yeah, it's very Kubrickian. Yeah, e.g., hello, I'm E.G. Marshall. <laughs> Welcome to CBS Mystery Theater. Oh, that guy's the best. CB, CBS Chiller Theater. What? I don't remember this. <laughs> he has a button that tells him the time. Oh, yeah. man. Great, pointless, rich guy thing. An hour. I wonder... Oh, E.G. Marshall's the best in this whole movie. He's got an Al- uh, Albert Einstein kind of haircut. That face and that, mm. that voice and that... And, he, and, he's, and, he's, and his involvement's totally a throwback to the kind of stories they're doing, you know? Yeah. But why do they have to include cockroaches? What? Why do they have to include cockroaches? Because it's the best. Because it has if it to was be. Millipedes. Yeah, <laughs> you're not afraid of millipedes, but you're. Afraid I'm of... terrified of millipedes. What about centipedes? Yeah, I, I can play the game centipede. Okay. So yeah, good. why couldn't you be <laughs> plagued by arcade machines, <laughs> arcade cabinets of centipedes? Ah! <laughs> God, <laughs> I don't want to see a fucking close up. There's no more close ups. I promise you. God damn it. I promise you, there's no more close-ups in this story. You're lying. What are you talking about? I would never lie to you about this, alright? How do you remember this gone. so well? Because this is my favorite one. This is the one I watch all the time. Does, yeah, Car- does Carly stock. watch it? His little tickers. Carly has watched the end. Carly's watched it all the way to the end. Oh, man. Carly is also gross. Now I really bugs. feel like a wuss. Yeah, yeah. Carly watched it all the way to the end. Uh, I'll be honest, she didn't love it, but... <laughs> Said to you, Jim. See, this is your problem. You're going to be a little bug scared germaphobe. You're racist. Yeah. You know what this almost feels like? <laughs> this almost feels like a uh, OCD a, commentary. No, 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 no. No, he's. I mean, yeah, he's a germaphobe, germaphobe. And stuff. But uh, wow, fuck. Uh, Fritz the cat. Ralph Bakshi. Oh, it's wow. like a Ralph Bakshi thing where it's just like, go out and fuck somebody. He was a rubber. <laughs> and it, wait until you see the black guy who shows up later, like at his door. He like he, The black guy who shows up at his door might as well just be an anth- anthropomorphic crow. God, E.G. Marshall is such like a good sport. I don't like it that he crawled up his... Uh... No, it's fine. Jim, it's fine. They're just... Again, like it's kind of creepy and surreal. <laughs> like that, yeah. The idea of invasion, the idea of things just sort of invading him. Yeah, I don't like it. No, it's 
powerful. That's why this is the best one. Well, he brings up, like, you know, STDs. Maybe it's a commentary about AIDS? AIDS infestation? I don't think AIDS was a thing in 1983. I think it was coming in... I don't think it was a thing to make commentary about in 1983. I don't know. I think Cronenberg's... They came from within, right? Or was that just like STDs in general? I think it was sexual revolution. Ah. No, I mean, AIDS might have been a thing. But I think it's more of a rich-poor thing where he just is how he views the... I I don't even like seeing one. Really? No, I just... No... Oh, I love that telephone. Here, comes, yeah, could, here comes the black guy who might as well be a crow. I might be able to handle handle spiders better than cockroaches. Oh, no. This is a classic... Uh, this is a classic uh, character in an EC comic. The, the rich... The Scrooge character, who instead of getting visited by ghosts, he gets... In, instead of visiting by ghosts who teaches him to change his ways, he gets visited by, like, fucking monsters who tear his head off. And burrow out of his neck. That is... I'm not watching that shot. You are watching that shot. You are going to love it. No. This is turning into, like, Clockwork Orange. Yeah. (laughs) He's got my eyelids taped wide open. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, so good. Oh, that's cool. I like the jukebox. Yeah. It's gonna bother me now. He only likes incidental music. I wonder if it says so on the. He only likes incidental music from the Brady Bunch. That's all he listens to. (laughs) Yeah. Get Niji Marshall to say fuck. Pretty good. Yeah. Oh. What? <laughs> so there was a web series called Creep Show Raw. Really? With Wilder Valderrama. When was this? Like uh, two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Creep Show Raw. What the fuck? Hmm. Okay, is this the black guy with the crow? Like who's, who's like, hey everybody? No. Okay, I promise you, oh, I didn't invent this. God, he's so good. Right? He's the best actor. And it's ever, and this is like the legitimately scariest story. It's the one that is kind of surreal and it's funny and it's this is everything that I love at a creep show. But per, yeah, this is the best one. If only it weren't cockroaches. <laughs> yeah. Why couldn't he be invaded by bunnies? They oh look. The, the key the key gesture for ever or the key the key technique of every anthology movie is you have to end on your strongest story. You're right. No, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Even even VHS, which was shitty, it ended but on Creepshow the best one. But Creepshow Two doesn't do that. 
unfortunately. Uh-huh. That's why no one likes Creepshow 2. I think some people like uh, just for the first two story. The first two are so good. I think even Trick or Treat does that, which I'm not mm-hmm. a fan of. The yeah. gore, the gore in the in the blob kind of the the, the sort of like algae blob thing yeah. is so terrifying. Actually, the not so lonesome death of teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, because they have to fuck. See, although they're essentially brainless, they have to, yeah, he's talking to... He's talking about the poor. He's mm-hmm. this, he's in his ivory tower, and he's getting infested by the poor. It's amazing. This is... This, this is, is social commentary yeah. 101. This is this is George Romero. And it's... Oh, oh, what was he eating? Oh, God, what? This is, little little bodies. Oh, no. Are there going to be cockroaches popping Richard out? Richard Pryor no. style. Are there going to be cockroaches? No, 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 no. They're all dead. That's the that's the point. Is that he found oh. cockroaches in his? Oh God! In his food. Oh God! I think I, co- I, I think live I ones might be coming out of this. You got to no. watch it. Look, come I on, can't. No, no, no. no. Through, through the no. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh God! Oh yeah. Okay. 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 That's horrible. They're not close ups. They're just. I love the music though. I will say yeah. that much. It was great. You listen to that. Oh, here it is. Oh my god. <laughs> wow, great effect on his voice. Like, you see what I mean? It could be, yeah. be an anthropomorphic crow. I like the flange they put on the voice. You like the phaser and flange they put on all the voices. Yeah. That's so good. See? Mm-hmm. See? Oh, that's great. Yeah? See, he's like fucking weird future. Like, he's going to wake up and see the, the monolith from 2001. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I, I love this. The set decoration. Yeah. The futuristic and the, the commentary and the... The Commodore 64 all, keyboard. All, this is, yeah, this is basically, you know, this is no. the saying, eat the rich. No. Oh, is it going to be all squished? Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, I can't. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen. Is Gordon Ramsay going to pop up? Hell's Kitchen. You know, you know, Hell's Kitchen is a God. Do I love Hell's Kitchen? You have no idea. It's like the trash I know you has... like the show, but it's also a segment of New York. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure you knew that. I knew that. Okay, good. I should have known. You're not dumb. You just have a dumb sense of humor. Of course. <laughs> oh no, Patrick. No! <laughs> this music. Oh, no, 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 no. Can't, no, no, no. All right, all right. No, 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 no. All right. Not looking. You can just make quick glances. No. I don't want to look, period. Jim. All right. All right. Bug free? 
Oh god, oh my god. Uh, oh look, here comes the fumigation <laughs> service. They just saved the day. There are no more bugs, but everyone's get eating ice cream. Shut your mouth. <laughs> you should... Right now, right now, ladies and gentlemen, Jim has his eyes covered. He refuses to look anywhere. No. So he didn't just see that shot of the bugs crawling all over the phone. This is like my worst nightmare. Yeah. Even more so than uh, than they. Oh wow! I can't even. How does the how does the sound treat you? I don't like the sound effects. I like the score. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Every time I try to look, I'm like, no. No. Real quick. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. I, it's fine. It's fine, oh Jim. My god. Jim, you're alright. We're almost home. Jeez. So you're telling me that in the TV version, they just cut this whole story out? Yeah, no, definitely. I always thought it was four stories long until I rented it on video. That must have been a, un, that must have been a shocking little surprise. Uh-huh. Right? Were you always scared of boat bugs? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, this is nightmarish. This is freaky. There's like, oh. Yeah, they're just multiplying and some of them are a little bigger. Like some of the Madagascar kind. No. It's just so wrong on oh multiple God, the levels. Whole, the whole sink is full, Jim. No. The Why whole, is this happening? The whole kitchen is filling up. He's trying to escape, but the uh, the code's not working. Okay. Oh, no, he nope. just... No, no okay, bugs. Jim. Jim, he's done. No, he's in the... He's in his... Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, you just covered your eyes again. Wow. I almost never watched the movie Bug. Yeah. Just because I was afraid. There are no bugs. I know. In that movie. Okay. Uh, don't don't watch when he takes away the sheet. Yeah, I can't. No, I can't. I know. Because you're on a bed. Oh, but that that little. No. You missed, you missed the you missed the outline. It did one of those it did one of those comic book uh, outlines, <laughs> but it was all little bugs around him. Okay. Why Here does come. this have to exist? <laughs> oh, he's getting covered now. Yeah, they're just too gross. I mean, do you hear that? They're they're on the button that gives them the time. Mm. I mean, mad props to uh, making it so realistic and terrifying. Yeah. But it's just not. not Have you ever for seen me. the movie Squirm with all the worms? I think I could do okay with Squirm. Are you not freaked out by worms? Not all really. The, it's all the little legs. Not really. Is it? It's the legs, right? Yeah. But I mean, just cockroaches are just the worst. Okay. Well, he's dead now. You don't see anymore. I like that. You sound you, you go. Whoa! Where they all go? Oh, I know where they went, Patrick. Where they where they all go, Jim? I know where they went, Patrick. They're in his body. And this is the worst thing in the history of oh, man. Oh, blood leaking out of the floor. This yeah. is so good. Yeah, but why does it have to be cockroaches? <laughs> I can't watch that. It's so wrong on so many levels. Oh, it's Jesus just horrible. Christ. I can't. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. I'll never get tired of watching a rich man getting devoured. <laughs> <laughs>
See, now that shot's fine. Because it's a static and you don't see him moving? Yeah. <laughs> now it's a comic book? It looks like he was just submerged in brownie batter. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all that was, Jim. It was brownie batter. There weren't close-ups of his chest opening up. Mm. <laughs> that's fun. I, I actually felt my heart, like, race yeah. during that. I'm glad you stuck there with me. You're a good sport. I think, I think our listeners will really enjoy that. <laughs> me getting tortured. Is that Tom Savini, one of them? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's Tom oh, Savini with the Oh, yeah, 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 it is. Sex Machine. Yeah, that joke never gets old. (laughs) (laughs) I know who sent for it. That's right, yeah, he summons the Dark Lord. That's great. I'm not a fan of that moment in Halloween uh, 3 with the the bugs coming out of the pumpkin mask thing. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. This is a little Tom Atkins connection for you. Right. With the kids' watch. heads deflate? Yeah. That shit. Yeah! Woo! That's all the little kids in the audience. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We all wanted to kill our dads. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What was the point of him seeing that zombie thing outside his window? Well, it just shows he has the dark power. Oh, okay. So is all this in a different comic book? Apparently. Yeah! Well, there we go, folks. Yeah, creep show. I hope you enjoyed our first commentary for yeah, creep show. There's a learning curve to this. It, there is, but uh, you did get to hear Jim freak out over uh-huh. the cockroaches. It'll be immortalized for the internet's for years to come. Absolutely. I'm. Uh, I'm going to have notes myself. Yeah, I think that helps me. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I I made notes for the other one that we right. might do later. Jordy, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So that's a good I like this I like this score right now too. Yeah. Oh, it's almost a little uh it's almost Danny Elfman a little. I would overall I would give Creep Show a solid B. Yeah. You know? I mean I don't like it as I have to say, I don't like it I've had different editors for every oh, wow. George edit George Romero edited Tide himself, no wonder to <laughs> <laughs> uh, um Yeah. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead's pretty like I always remember this as being one of my favorite movies ever, and I guess, I, again, maybe it's just the fact that commentary, we're not really watching it. I think we had a many long pauses yeah. to where we were watching it and well, no, that's my recollecting. Point, is, is you get restless not because you don't like what you're watching, but because you don't know what to say when you're doing commentary? Sure. I don't know. I really enjoy this a lot, though. I did, too. Especially that last one. For me, that's the other thing about anthology movies, is one good story can really redeem it. Yeah. 
Like, again, I, I, I was trashing Trick or Treat, but I really enjoyed that last story of Trick or Treat that was the ripoff of the Tales from the Dark Side. I won't ever let, I won't ever let up that it's a ripoff of that episode mm-hmm. of Tales from the Dark Side that Tom Savini directed, but... Next time I'll drink some coffee, too, so I don't get more tired as it goes along. What's that? I, I'll drink some coffee next time, too. It'll keep me wired. Yeah. Well, well, this is a Seeing little Danny time. Elfman flourish there. I mean, it's actually been a while since Patrick and I have sat down to watch a movie together. Too. Yeah, no, it has. We don't so, get a chance that often. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get to do it more in the future. I have some yeah. more commentaries in, in mind that I'm really excited about. Uh, particularly one for Mother's Day. Oh, boy. I can't wait for Which, that. That's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, you guys have to... Maybe make suggestions if they want. Yeah, know? yeah, no. Make suggestions. I, we're not really super interested in doing very riff tracky things. So no. don't suggest, like, Twilight or whatever. That's... I don't know if it'll be a monthly event, but at least be... You know, I'd, I would I would say we can get... We can do this. Six a year. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I think that's a good goal. Yeah. Um, Thanks, everyone, for listening. Oh, what... I feel like I have to like comment yeah, I know, you have to, at I the end of the very like because I'm so used to real commentaries being like okay guys bye yeah, yeah. at the very um, end no uh, there's still my uh, I still want to do one my girlfriend's never seen Star Wars so I still oh, want to do yeah, one that's where a she good idea too. where she drinks a bottle of wine and watches Star Wars and she has a bell and she rings every time she recognizes I, I guarantee Carly would be way funnier than me <laughs> <laughs> she's great Carly's watching great. movies yeah no yeah. no it turns out my girlfriend's awesome oh, yeah who'd have thought good job. Uh, <laughs> Anyway. Way to pick them. Thanks for listening to this. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you very much. This was a joy, to, mm-hmm. except for the last story. The last story was a, a joy for me. Oh, man, that was fun. Now i got to make you watch House of the Devil. Yeah, yeah that'll be that'll torture, be torture for, me for me in a different way. Yeah. Anyway, uh, until next time, see you guys later. Bye. Yeah, this is Director's Club. Visit us at directorsclubpodcast.com. I don't think we have to do all that. This time. No, we don't have to, but I just wanted to remind them nicely. Okay. Good night. Good night. And good luck. Father's Day. I got my cake. Happy Father's Day.